our wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I'm Andy. I'm Craig. I'm Brian. And I'm Mike. Awesome. Welcome to another episode. On uh, uh, this episode, we're going to discuss uh, stand-up comedians from the right. 1980s, in which there are a lot. Oh, there's a bunch. <laughs> there's a bunch. <laughs> in fact, I'm reading here, it was called the stand-up explosion. Right. As as I don't think you're going to find another decade with more mm-hmm. of an explosion of stand-up comics. Yeah. Right. No. So very popular in the eighties. Yeah, let's let's get to the why. Why do you think it was such a? Uh, oh my God! I, I it's hard to say. I mean, when did uh, a Sunset Strip come on? That was seventy eight, seventy nine. What? You talking Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor? Yeah. Oh, that was early eighties. Was it early eighties? But um, like the Sunset Strip. Yeah, because that was after he burned himself. If anything, it had to have been like nineteen eighty. Yeah, it, you're uh, right. Yeah. Because he, it was after he burned himself. Because he did that, uh, he did that match joke at the end of it. Uh, yeah. What's oh, this? that's right. What's this? You know, and, he he had the lit and, match. And, it's like Richard Pryor running down the street. Yeah. <laughs> and the, one of the greatest lines that any comedian ever came up with is, "Fire is inspirational." <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll sober your ass up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You know, I looked last night at just sort of a, a list, kind of like similar to what Andy's got, and it's amazing how many there were. It's yeah, not just obscure comedians. I'm talking big name comics. Right, right. There you were forget. so many. You forget. You're Catch like, a Rising. No. You forget. Yeah, Catch a Rising yeah. Star was back then. Comic Relief came around back then. Yeah, just so many avenues. Yeah. Uh, Cable, yeah, uh, yes. specials yeah. on like HBO and Showtime HBO and everything. Special. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You if you would have really, really arrived if you had drawn HBO special, and boy, everybody started getting one back then. Right. And comedy clubs just came out of nowhere. Oh God, they were huge, absolutely up huge. Yeah, because I remember uh, I've seen a clip of uh, Leno in like 84, 85 when he was on Letterman. Yeah. And he was talking about that. He was like, he was like, yeah, I used to work at, you know, the, the comedy club, there, there wasn't a lot of them. They had regular names. He's like, now all of a sudden you got all these popping up and the ha 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 and chuckles and <laughs> laugh factory. Yeah, he's like, I'm, I'm working this club and I'm working this club in New Mexico next week called. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true, and you look now, and uh, most of those places have closed down. But there was no way they were right. closing down in the eighties, man. Right, right. Too much money coming in. I was in. reading something about in the nineties. They they call it like a a, a burst, a bust, like a, a yeah. I saw that a too. Bubble, yeah, a yep. bubble burst or whatever. Um, so back in the back in the eighties, uh, Louis Anderson even had one in uh, Galtier Plaza downtown St. Paul. Really? Oh, I'm dying trying to remember the name of it, but. Uh, I had a few friends perform. Oh, yeah. oh wow, that's oh, yeah. cool. That was before he yeah. discovered wieners in uh, bathrooms of young men. I think. Yeah. <laughs> was anybody really shocked by? Or no? By it, my God, it no. may have been designed for it. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> no, nobody was surprised at that. No, but you look back on it, and isn't that like the worst possible way to pick someone up? 
You know, I'm looking at your penis and it's urinating, and I find it kind of hot. <laughs> you want to go out and have drinks later? I know. It just it seems like the worst possible pickup spot. This guy right. seems pretty well adjusted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hot. It, it worked well for George Michael and politicians. Yes, it did. I thought about that earlier too. <laughs> George, I know, I know, I know. Want to hear a disgusting joke? <laughs> what's what's white and runs down the men's room wall oh god George Michael's latest release <laughs> oh my god gross I told you it was oh gross. god <laughs> oh my god so I have this um this list and you don't even know where to start but I think a, probably a, a good place to start would maybe be like uh, the Godfathers, I guess, of stand-up who ushered in through the 80s. We have, you know, George Carlin and yep. Richard Pryor and Robin Williams kind of, like, got their start in stand-up in the, the 70s and later 70s. Mm -hmm. But they blew up in the 80s, Oh, man. absolutely. Totally. Um, I just, I remember as a kid, I, I just loved watching stand-up and still to this day, one of my favorite things to do yep. is just, yeah. laugh, just laugh your ass yes. off. And I remember watching... Um, it was the whole reason I watched Johnny Carson. Yes. Me too. Yep. Robin Williams had a special uh, a comedy special in the early '80s. Can't remember. I mean, it was it was huge. It was popular. He talked yeah. about you know cocaine and, and doing all that kind of shit. Okay. Just I, sweating I buckets the entire time he does yeah, it. Yeah, I'm I sure. remember seeing one like that in the early '80s. It was called. Uh, it was on HBO. I think it was called "An Evening with Robin Williams." Okay. okay. I found yep. it on a VHS tape somewhere, but I don't remember where it was. Oh yeah. 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 Well, and Carlin... And he was just, yeah, go ahead. He was hyperkinetic in that show. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, yeah. As Andy was saying, he was sweating buckets and... Yeah. I, I think everybody in the 80s was. It's just... Right, it's, right. It's just so... It was so crazy watching that tape. It was just... He just... As soon as he walked in the room... As soon as he came up on stage, and he was wandering around stage, and he was like, he like climbed up on oh, to sure. the like He's like, and now for my next trick, I'm going to urinate on the gun. And, and a bunch of people <laughs> below him screamed and shit. He's like, ah, I'm just kidding. Ah, just kidding. He looks over the guy and says, what am I telling you for? I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, he and was just all over the place. My, uh, my mother let me watch that on, on HBO uh, because, you know, he was Mork. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, he's got to be family friendly. Right. And then it's like, oh my God, Mork's lost his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Mork's on coke. <laughs> Carlin was huge in the 70s, but yeah. he really blew up in the 80s, too. Yeah, yeah. Because that was like we talked about the HBO specials. He had one like, mm -hmm. he had a bunch of them, quite a few. Oh, absolutely. And Eddie Murphy started getting them, too. Because right. he came on SNL in, what, 82? Well, oh, 80, had, I think, yeah. even. Because yeah. he was on... He had his, his one special Raw, wasn't yeah. it? Eddie Murphy Raw, yep. which was just... Well, and then he had the, he had the album that came out. Uh, he had a couple of albums. Was Boogie in Your Butt Raw was actually 80s. a movie? Was it a, like a theatrical release kind he, of thing? I, I think his first two comedy... Uh, Delirious? Delirious? Movies. Oh, was Raw the second one? Raw came out in 87. Uh, okay, Delirious, so Delirious was 83. Was Delirious was an HBO thing. Where Raw oh, yes, was sure Raw was, was a, a motion picture okay. release. Yeah. Yeah. I still... I, <laughs> 
the the scene he sets with his aunt falling down the stairs. Aunt Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lord Jesus. Oh Jesus, I'm fine. Like he's like, oh Lord, help me! I'm halfway down. Yeah. <laughs> and you were right, Eddie Murphy, 1980. Oh, sure. Yes, that's when he started. 82, he had a huge year because uh, I think Trading Places. No, not Trading Places. 48 Hours. 48 came Hours. Out that year. Yeah. yeah. And then, he, yeah, like we talked about, he got Delirious, which was what year? 83. Okay, 83. He was like yeah. 21 yeah. when that came out. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Well, and then Raw came out in the 80s, the most bitter stand-up routine I've oh, ever yeah. seen that's in my where he's life. Like, God, he's so jaded. Spouting like homo, uh, homophobic oh, kind of like Not just homophobic, and... misogynistic stuff. Yeah. He, he's so bitter about women. Yep. Coming to steal his money. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's <laughs> quite a divorce. Yeah. Right. It's like... It's like when you compare Delirious to Raw, it's like angry He's and raw. Oh yeah. It it's like where where was like you know, Mr. T screwing someone in the bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was in the first that was in Delirious yeah. four years earlier. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, look mighty good in them jeans, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about Carlin for a little bit there. Yeah. Some of some of my favorite bits of Carlin's came out in the eighties. Oh, me too. Yeah. The baseball bit, the yeah, yeah, baseball football. Um, that was comparisons affected that bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite bits of his, I think, what maybe his most unrated bit was losing things. And that came out. Oh in the yeah, mid-80s. sure. That that bit is absolutely hysterical. Yeah, where yeah. he talks about losing the car keys right, and right, and, and he's convinced that that that. Everything that you lose goes to a ball someplace <laughs> in space, and, and it's all there. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, as soon as you find it, it pops back to where it's right. supposed to be. And he's like, he's like, you ever, you ever go and check the place where it's supposed to be like ten different times? Like, no, nope, <laughs> still not back. Not there. No. <laughs> and uh, checking for the his his bit then with the stuff was that was that part of the eighties. His stand up in the eighties where you get you get you have a house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You buy yeah, so much yeah. stuff and yeah. then you can't you yeah, can't house, stuff. You just got buy a new house yeah, right. and then you fill it with more stuff. Yeah. We got more stuff than we got space. <laughs> it was also and this is one of my favorite bits that he ever did was uh what not to say in a job interview. And I just remember one was don't ever go into the office of interviewing and look at the picture of the woman and go, Hey, who's the cunt? <laughs> that's, that's not something you want to say if you're trying to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> he was just too much, man. <laughs> Possibly my favorite comedian of all time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he had he had the best political humor. Oh God, of yes. All. Yeah, I agree. He totally did. For but I don't remember him for any of that. What his political stuff? I don't well, think his political stuff was more. Uh, it wasn't about specific uh, politicians, right? As it was about. The uh, system as a the whole. The system, yes. yeah, right, yeah. See, <clears throat> I, I enjoyed him much less once you got to about the late nineties. Yeah, well, he started getting his... too ornery and. Well, they gave him his own TV show for a while. I remember that. Yeah, his own yeah. sitcom. I didn't even know who he was back then. Really? When they did that, I was like, "Who the hell is this old guy, Jordan right. Carlin?" Yeah. 
I love his religious rants. I mean, I don't know if it gets any better than that. Jesus, yeah. I don't know if it gets any more atheistic than George Carlin, man. <laughs> uh, but you know what you just said? Speak. What you just said speaks volumes for Carlin's longevity. You just said he started getting kind of bad in the late nineties. That's a long time right. of being yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, because <laughs> it's decades and decades. Thirty years earlier, he was doing the hippy dippy weather man right. yeah. on, on the Tonight Show. That's with a John long Carson. time. Yeah, well, I think he even started. Uh, well, he did the hippie weather fan on Ed Sullivan. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what he's weird. Did he the weather man? Yeah. yeah. Black and white days. Yep. Yeah. He sure did. So, he's talking about that's a long time to be funny. The pre beard Carlin. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time to be relevant. Yeah. That's a really long time. Yes. Okay, let's spend an hour talking about Paula Poundstone if we could. <laughs> Anybody want to do that? <laughs> Mike, you up for an hour of Paula Poundstone talk? <laughs> Is she really considered 80s? Well, oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. 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 get this. She's as 80s as it gets. We used to eat Pop-Tarts, right? And and we sent away for, uh, we had like five proofs of purchase off the back of the box for a uh, a, a VHS tape with starring Paula oh, Poundstone <laughs> and like four other comedians. Seriously, it was... And it, it, even on the stage, on the stage where they were performing, it had like the Pop Tarts logo and everything. It was like out in Los Angeles. Yeah. There's a couple actually pretty funny comics. When I there. think of her, I think of the shoulder pads. I think of. Uh, she was actually you know, pretty funny, she but was. then she ended up with uh, some sexual weird well, shit. Well, yeah, going something. On. I, you know, I don't know. And I think it was she disputed it or something. She did dispute it, so oh, it's absolutely. really hard to say. It, yeah, absolutely. But that wasn't until yeah. like. That was way past her prime. That yeah. was like the beginning of the, the millennium. Millennium, yes. Time. It yeah. Was. yeah. 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 So, but, That's what got her started on uh, uh, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Oh, was she on that? Oh, she still does it. Oh, does she really? Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, yeah. A lot of good female comics around that time. Rita yeah. Rudner? Oh, I don't have her on here, but I think I thought of her. Yeah. But, yeah, and I was surprised. I'm like, well, what women were there? And I actually came up with quite a few. Joan Rivers. Well, oh, yeah, she, Joan was she had been big. around for a while, but she blew up in the in 80s. In the 80s, she was yeah. huge. She and, was you know, big time huge. She had a show for a while. Right, yeah. and she was, yeah. she was subbing for Johnny Carson quite a bit. Can we talk? Can we talk? Can we talk? <laughs> I mean, that became, that was household, man. Everybody yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she absolutely. Yeah, she was expected to replace Carson. Yes, she was. Right. Thank wow. God that didn't happen. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God that did not happen. We'd have had prime time red carpet stuff every week. Oh God! Oh <laughs> my God! I know. <laughs> what are you wearing? God, was she just beat that in the fucking ground? Her and her daughter. Oh my Melissa, God, yeah, Melissa! Yeah, she drugged Melissa out there too. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. It started out funny, but once they did it year after year after year, it just became a beating. Yeah. Right. Because it was the same old shit every time. Ellen? Ellen oh, came around in the 80s. Yep, yep. Yep. She was really like, good. 90s, right? Who? Ellen. Her show would be 90s. Her stand-up would be 80s. Yeah, she was stand-up <clears> in the, <throat> I would maybe say later 80s. Yeah, late 80s. And I've she seen... did have her, her sitcom... Because right. I've seen footage of her on, on Carson's Tonight Show. Yeah. yeah. You can tell it's the 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. By her looking haircut. at her. Yeah. Her haircut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. I don't even know how to describe that. Haircut. It was molly. Yeah. But it was, it was a little like, molly, but it was different. It was, like it was global up yeah. here. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. Was. It, it was. It was a like, ball on top. Yes. It was like. Yeah. It was a, a big ball on top and then some shit kind of hanging around. There. I don't even like know a, how you put yeah, an ass for that. Yeah. I don't either. 
<laughs> give me give me the marquee post from uh, from Night Night Court. Court. <laughs> One yeah. Hey, speaking of Night Court, Harry Anderson, fucking huge in the eighties. Now he's yeah. dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Oh, he's oh he man. Yeah. Boy, he was huge. He was one yeah, of the there more. Was, there, there was no place you could go without, I... you know, especially boys talking about the Clay Man. Oh, I know. Right. I think oh. I classify him with, oh. with the 80s. <laughs> he was more of an angry comic, you know? A cigarette. He had that special. Stick. Yeah. He was very angry. Yes, he was in that special, I don't know, subsect, I guess, of, you know, stand up, the angry comic where. Him and Sam Kinison and yes, I was going to say Sam Kinison's right up there too. Yeah, the, the foul mouth, angry, yeah, obnoxious, yeah. Bill Hicks, I think, would you would say there too. Sure. Now, what's funny is, I was I, I was never familiar all that much with Bill Hicks. I don't ever recall ever seeing or hearing stand up with him. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan, but I I, I remember him. I, I don't remember at all. And it I was more of a Stephen until, Wright guy. Yeah, Stephen Wright was Love awesome. Stephen he would Wright. go on Letterman a lot. Yes. Very dry kind of Same humor. old shit, but always funny. I right, mean, he, right. He wrote his stuff very well. Right. And it suited his persona very well, too. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I mean, the thing you talk about 7-Eleven, it's 24 hours, and you go in and ask why they're closed, and the guy goes, 24, but not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you open? Is this 24 hours a day? Not in a row. <laughs> he was hysterical. I love Stephen Wright. I and, and uh, I think Emo Phillips really tried to copy Stephen Wright with a, a falsetto. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> Is that what that was? Pretty much, yeah. You're right. That's kind of dead on. And a bad haircut. And yes, even a worse extremely haircut. bad haircut. <laughs> You also had comics back then who weren't funny. Like, I didn't think Bobcat Goldwaite was funny. Oh, I love Bobcat. Really? What about oh, you? Oh, I love the, Bobcat. I, I didn't really like it. was too much of the... Yeah. 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 I loved it. It, it, just, it sounded too much like when I was working at the group home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, wow. See, I was a huge fan of you 2 at the time. And he did this spot-on impression of Bono. Bono? I can yes. see that. I yes. can so I can totally Spot see on. that. Really? Spot on. Yeah. Or you, you just you come gotta... out and yell out, "I'm a douchebag." <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to. You have to look that up on YouTube. I mean, it, he would do a spot on, like especially of the the video uh, with or without you video. Okay. At that time. Oh. I mean, it's spot on. Gilbert Godfrey's another one I didn't think was all that funny. Oh yeah, I didn't like his. I want to kill him. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to kill him now. In fact, if you yeah, guys want to come up with something, right, yeah. we can we can come up with a plan. <laughs> Let's get offline yeah. first, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> I'll, have to kill edit, I'll edit that part out so there will be no evidence at all <laughs> of our plot and conspiracy. We're going to end up with Keith Morrison talking about it. Right. <laughs> it started out as a comedy show. An innocent podcast. Well, another one. But another it one that. Into something it, else. Right. I love Keith Morrison. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Keith Morrison, man. <laughs> I want to pay him so much money if I had it just to come to my house and tell me fucking stories. Coming up. God, he's a god. Oh, he's a deity. I would, I would probably then put Richard Belzer on that list. God, yes. Oh, my. Uh, oh, yeah. I could not yes. stand him. No. He was just the worst. Let's never just know really. him, too. Yeah. I just never and, got and it. Mel Brooks had to put that skis bag into men in tights. Oh, was, you're right. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he was uh, the, the prince. 
He's also a comedian in Scarface. Does he really? Yeah. Is he? Yes, and he's just as unfunny in Scarface as he is in actual stand-up comedy. He's in a comedy club doing a bit before uh, Tony Montana. Oh, Richard Lewis. No, it's Bill Belzer. What? Yeah. Richard Belzer. Yeah. Belzer is the guy on. Uh... Yeah, Richard Lewis is the one that was in Men in Tights. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Richard Belzer is uh, was in. Scarface. Belzer was in one of those uh, in, uh, Law and Order yes. shows. He's in yes. Law and Order. Yes, and he's in now. he's in yeah. Scarface. Kind of looks like uh, Rick Ocasek. Kind yes. of. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> he does very much so. Yeah, Richard Richard Lewis, I just never got. He just like like his persona, I guess, could be kind of funny. Like he's standing up there, he's like, the Oh my god, I'm neurotic as hell. Yeah. I hate my mother, blah 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 blah. But he never said anything funny at all to me. I just right, kept right, waiting right. for him to say something funny and it's like it never happened. Right. Here's a picture of Belzer and Scarface. I know the people listening can't see that obviously, but Oh. Yeah, that's Belzer and Scarface, and it's right before Tony oh, yeah, Montana has a Belzer. shootout. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Belzer had a, sh- a a show for a while in the eighties. Well, Talk he was show. great on Law and Order. I loved him on Law and Order. Talk I just show. didn't dig him as a comedian. Yeah, because uh, right right before he was a better actor than a comedian. Oh, totally yeah. agree. Totally agree. Um, maybe maybe Mike has seen this. Mike uh, Belzer had that <clears> talk show. Right before WrestleMania happened, the original WrestleMania, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan were on his talk show, and Belzer kept giving Hogan shit about wrestling being fake. Was that Belzer? <laughs> You've told me this story before. That's Belzer? Yeah, where he, where he Hogan, like, it accidentally knocked Belzer unconscious, and Belzer fell down and whacked the back of his head on the frickin' floor. And, like, wow. the, he was, like, bleeding and shit in the back of his head. All right, let's all be honest, though. Who wouldn't want to knock Belzer on Belzer? <laughs> right. it's, it's Just h- once. It's hilarious. Hogan has him in this, in this like, front face lock. He's got his arm around his neck and the hand on the top of the head. Just his... holding him like this. And <laughs> his eyes roll into the back Belzer's, of his head. And he's just gone. Belzer's body just went Wow. Limp, and he just, boom, falls on the floor wraps his head and he's laying there like out for a few seconds and and mr t is sitting back in the chair he's like oh don't don't worry he's just sleeping he's all right <laughs> and, and meanwhile the guy's actually unconscious oh my god yeah you've told me the story yeah i didn't know it was blood, Belzer, though. blood dripping down when he turned around he had blood dripping down his suit and everything yeah oh my god he had stitches put in the back of his head. I do remember Jeez. that. Jeez, yeah, bells are not funny, man. Not not as a comic. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. not funny. Not All right. Um, as far as not funny, uh, can anyone tell me what was funny about Gallagher? Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> not a not a thing. Watermelons. The watermelons <laughs> and the the whole yeah. He. Sledgehammer. Just a sledgehammer. It's comedy. And there was nothing that made me laugh. Not no. even giggle. No, wow. my, my brother and I used to watch stand-up comics all the time. We would go to like the local video store we'd get. Because you could back then. There were so many. There was oh, videos yeah. for everybody. But we would get, you know, ones that had like, you know, multiple comics on it. And he was always on there. And he always sucked. We never thought the guy was funny. He's a prick, too. Is he? If you ever listen to interviews with him, he is such a bitter old prick. Really? Gallagher, yes. <laughs> I can see that, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, he just rips on everyone. Yeah. You know, you talked about Richard Lewis. My brother and I kind of liked him because we watched it. Like I said, we watched comics all the time. I liked Richard Lewis. The only thing about it is that that whole self-deprecating, neurotic thing, it got old. Yeah. yeah. Come up with something else. 
because you can only go with that for so long. I always, I always thought with him it was like his persona. It was like the potential <clears throat> for him to be really funny is there. Right. But he just never said anything funny to me. Yeah. He's just like standing up there. My God, I'm Jewish. I'm neurotic as hell. I hate my mother. Right. Uh, my God, uh, just, my my life is an eternal living hell. Yeah, it's just like because we were giggly fourteen. <laughs> we were giggly thirteen and fourteen year olds. But like I said, it's funny for like maybe once or twice. After that, it's like, dude, come up with something else. Right. Because you know, because you can only be that funny for so long with that sort of bit. Gonna say something controversial here. Well, we never do that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Don't get Sam Kinison. Never did. Yeah, I loved him. The screaming. Yeah, the screaming. Mike, I wanted to kill him. Mike, you got to. I felt that you know the the screaming was a little bit more than necessary, but yes. uh, the actual comedy that he had there, the lines yeah. were some of them were just incredible. I agree. They were so funny. The screaming, yeah, like you said, the screaming wasn't necessary. You didn't. He didn't need that element because the the material was already funny. Yeah. It was just a really obnoxious, you know, gimmick that he had, and it didn't need to be there. Yeah, but it worked. It did. Yeah, it became his, he became known for it. Exactly, it worked. So, But looking back on it, it was kind of a headache, and like Mike said, he was already funny. There's no reason to, uh, you know. It it got him into music videos. Yes, it did. Hot ones. Oh, Jessica Hyde. Jesus yeah, wild Christ. Thing. That's right, wild <clears throat> thing. I forgot about that. That changed my life. By the way, you mentioned killing Kinnison. Do we have a hit list going on this podcast? He's already dead. Uh, that's true, he is. Must be. Yeah, yeah, he well, is. Cosby's... In fact, I worked at Delta Airlines when they had to move his body and stuff because oh, it came really? through Delta. Yeah, and they wow. said it was really heavy, man. Which, you can imagine. Sam? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did Bill Cosby have himself? Did himself come out in the eighties? Yeah, eighty-two. Okay. Yeah, that's Bill right. Cosby came out. What? Well, not out of the closet. No, no. <laughs> I did. I did not. Yeah, that's that's going to be his defense. I didn't do it. I'm gay. Yeah, right. No, no, no. Uh, himself, the 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 special himself. Okay. That okay. was in that the was 80s. early eighties. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was. Huge. Oh, yeah, with the chocolate cake for breakfast. Yeah. So let's see what's in this. An incredibly young dentist. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. For somebody to just sit there on a chair, not use yeah, profanity, yeah. to be that funny, I actually saw was him. quite impressive. I saw him live. Really? Yeah, in Ames, in, uh, it must have been in high school, Ames, Iowa. I saw Carlin live. Yeah. That was cool. You saw awesome. Cosby, though? Yeah, I did. My dad worked for Damn. a television station, got comp tickets. My mom and I went. I mean, we That's were huge. like really close, and yeah. That's an entertainment god yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, of course, he's yeah. falling off the pedestal just a bit. <laughs> so much anymore. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, he, oh. came, uh, he got huge in the 80s. Yes, yes, he did. He's the one who had Catch a Rising Star. That was his deal. Was it really? Yep. Yeah. Uh, he had the, the club, Dangerfield. Yeah, and the, and the special was Catch Rising Star. Yeah. He's actually the main reason Kennison became a, a household name. And some of those other guys, too, I can't remember, but Kennison went straight through Hicks was Catch on a it. Rising Star. And Bill, yeah, Hicks, too. Hicks was on it in, like, 86, I was think. Okay. I've seen footage of that on YouTube. Yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty big special that he had. Dangerfield was, yeah, huge throughout the whole decade. Yeah. And funny. Yeah. See, I didn't. I, 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 I agree. I really don't know that I've ever seen. If I have, I don't think it was very memorable for me to see him doing stand up. 
but his acting roles in movies like Caddyshack. Yeah. Um, he did uh, the one with Robert Downey Jr. What the hell was that school. thing? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Those Back are, to school. Yeah. I remember him doing stand-up on The Tonight Show. Always funny. Always the same bit, but always the, funny. The yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Always the same bit, no but for some reason no always funny. <laughs> He's the one that came up with that the only way that my parents could get the dog to play with me was paying a pork chop on my neck. <laughs> I'll tell you. It was, you know, you talk about Richard, Richard Lewis's bit got old. Dangerfields didn't, and I don't know why. It was just that funny, or he's that funny, or he's goofy looking. I don't know what the whole thing was. What? It never got old. He, I think, maybe it, it was that self deprecating character that he yeah. played where, where he's just, his whole sh- bit was like, what a goddamn schmuck he is. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser right. he is. <laughs> Almost in a Charlie Brown kind of way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Where everything he does just turns to shit. And his whole family's a whole bunch of losers. Yes. Like, like, like my, my daughter, you know, she's no prize pig either, you know. What the, what the hell is that one? <laughs> See, all the boy, <clears throat> back in our hometown, her nickname was Federal Express. Like, <laughs> every time she had a date, she absolutely, positively had to be there overnight, you know. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> See, some, he, some... he was, he was like a... a a modernization or almost like a reincarnation of Henny Youngman. Yes, very, okay. very much so. King of the one-liners, Henny Youngman, yes. Yes. Take my wife, please. Absolutely. Yeah, he was. And he stayed funny. Rickles, same bit, but stayed funny. Yeah. You know, I don't know why. It's just yeah. funny. Because there was always new people to insult. Right, yes. Everywhere he goes, there's somebody <laughs> new to fuck with. And and, and I think he's, he's reached that age and everything where even like... People who are like extremely politically correct now, yeah, like they don't even mess with him. No, oh god, no, because he's like he'll rip you in fucking shreds. He's like man. that old. Well, he's like that old, you know, curmudgeonly old grandpa Grouchy or something fuck, yeah. who just says whatever the hell right, he wants right. to say. No filter. Yeah, none. But if a younger guy were to come out and start doing what he did, yeah, all oh, he'd have people protesting him. Oh, good lord, yeah. Yeah, I would have never oh, seen Rickles live. There's no way you could get me into an audience with Rickles on stage. Because <laughs> he, he fucks with everybody. I didn't end up running out of that fucking place. If he even looked at me, I'd run. <laughs> Howie Mandel, huge. Mm-hmm. He was huge in the 80s. Oh, yeah, with the, with the rubber glove on its head. Yep. yep. That's yeah. probably why he ended up bald. <laughs> Too much of the rubber glove. <laughs> and that little boy Bobby that he did. Oh yeah. The high pitch. I remember that card. Bob. Yeah. He was yeah. Gizmo too. It was the same voice. Oh my god. Is yeah. that right? I don't know if I knew. Yeah, that. Howie Mandel was Gizmo. Totally yep. didn't know that. Same voice. What's Gizmo from? Really? Gremlins. Gremlins. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. He was the nice guy. I one. didn't realize that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so, listen. Yeah. It, watch footage of, of Gizmo from Gremlins. It's the same voice as Bobby from Bobby's World. I, I know. I don't, I don't want to get off on a tangent because it's so easy to do with this podcast. But um, I saw Gremlins recently, and it holds up. It's funny in a really goofy fucking way. Oh, yeah. But seeing those little Gremlins tear the loving shit out of that movie theater, it gets me every goddamn time. <laughs> 
and, and God, you gotta love just watching it blow up in the microwave. That yeah. Oh, I know. Well, we about, I, remember, I still remember when I was a kid uh, when Gremlins was on HBO like every freaking weekend. Oh, God, yeah. My, I thought my mom was going to piss her pants laughing at that scene where they the Gremlins get into Mrs. Deagle's house and rig, rig her stair lift up. And she goes oh flying God, up the window. She went flying, that's right. And goes flying up the window. I thought my mom was going to piss herself the first time she saw that scene. Well, Phoebe Gates is reason enough to watch it anyway, even if it wasn't good. But. Yeah, her, that's, that's why I... That's when I discovered there was no Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. The nightmare story. <laughs> yes. What? All right, back to comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Shandling uh, was on the... He was one of those frequent Tonight Show guests yes. in the 80s, too. Yes. I liked yes. Gary Shandling yes. a lot. The show. The Gary Shandling show was hilarious. Yes, yeah. it was. Very funny show. Loved it. It was almost like a precursor to Seinfeld, almost. It really was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Even years later, I can still recite the whole theme song, too. Right. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it was a good oh, show. Like Mike said, it's that was a good show. Song. I mean, yeah. the theme song. Did you watch that, Andy? The theme song. <laughs> yeah, the Gary Shandling show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And he was great. I thought he was good on stage as a stand-up. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you might get annoyed with the voice, but I never did. He kind of, he to me, Whiny. He, he, him and Richard Lewis were kind of yes. in the same, but somehow... Gary Shandling was, was much more tolerable, yes. much funnier. You know, I mean, they were both kind of self-deprecating in yep, a way. They were. And very, you know, neurotic and, and Jewish. Yes. You know, yeah. kind But of for thing. whatever reason, Shandling was, you liked him better. Gary Shandling liked him better. didn't Everyone have did. that Tourette's thing with his eyes. I think that's why he <laughs> stayed funny. <laughs> the blinking, the... <laughs> True. Well, Richard... <laughs> Richard Lewis was also loaded on coke through a lot That's of the years. Oh, God, yes. See, I, think, I think Gary Shandling was sober most of the time. Yeah, you could tell Lewis is pacing all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. He can't stop. <laughs> he can't stop moving. <laughs> Who else we got? Um, Carrot Top. He was. Oh, I, no. I think he brought it down. I think because Carrot Top. Yeah. He started in '89, so he's probably to blame. He's more '90s, but he is to yeah. He's probably yeah. to blame for. Well, the end when of he it. started, he was kind of funny. He talked right, about the prop be, pulling up to the uh, drive, uh, drive through at Wendy's, and the employees going, "Oh shit, it's Wendy coming! <laughs> it's actually Wendy. she's here! We're yeah. gonna shit together! <laughs> clean, clean yeah, everything up!" Um, he, and you're right. He was a gimmick comic. He would bring like a right. bag of shit on stage. Yep, yep. Uh, and then he just became disturbing. If you've right. seen him lately, oh, the way he totally looks, roided. he'll scare the fuck out of you. Although he says he isn't, so he looks roided up. Pretty damn roided. That, that, uh, uh, I even said his name earlier. Uh, he's gone into steroids, and he's just this big Piscopo. Uh, yes, Joe Piscopo. Yeah. Joe Piscopo and 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 Carrot Top. And, and Top like bodybuilders. Yeah. Yeah. And and for Carrot Top, Piscopo is kind of freaky looking because of the roids and stuff, if that is what it is. Carrot Top more so, because you take that fucking red hair. He's a freaky looking dude anyway. He, yes, he's freaky looking to begin right. with. So you had some roid muscles in there, and you're talking about the scariest fucker since Ronald McDonald, man. Yeah. I mean, the original Ronald yes. McDonald. Yeah. It's a terrifying motherfucker. But Piscopo, yeah, same thing. Um, we have Paul Reiser. I met him. Did you really? Like, I don't know, five months ago? Oh, when he was yeah. here? Yeah, Matt Schleesman had me as his uh, special guest uh, at the Capitol Center. That's Center. right. I met him he afterwards. Was... He was a very cool dude. Yeah? And his stand-up was really good. 
better than I mean, yeah, it was it was very funny. Well, he knows how to he knows how to work the crowd. Yes, I'm he does. Sure, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's a pro, and he was funny in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Had the show in the nineties. Right. Uh, a pretty, pretty good career. For me, other than seeing him on, the, uh, seeing him on that TV show, uh, I don't remember any of his stand-up at all. Really? I, I can picture him doing it, but yeah. I can't remember anything yeah, specific. He was on, I mean, he would be on one of those, like I said, specials where they had, you know, several comics, like Paul Rodriguez would pop up. Yeah. Um, you know, and Paul Rodriguez, by the way, I thought was funny. Extremely. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, I always liked him. Very funny guy. There was... Uh, you you probably don't have this guy on your list here, but uh, he committed suicide. What was it? Over a decade ago, anyway. Yeah, I know. Richard about. Jenny. Yes. Yeah. He was kind I of remember like a short little Bronx guy. <clears throat> he had like a like a mental disturbance. It turns out. I I used to love Richard Jenny. He, he was, was like this this smart alecky little Bronx guy who had the the long bit. One of the funniest bits about uh, uh, fighting, about fights breaking out, like in the north as opposed to the south. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really funny shit. He's about as New York as it gets, man. He's, yeah. Yeah, he was a funny guy. Very funny. I don't remember him. Really? Mm-hmm. Probably, you would if you saw him. He's Probably. Not, yeah. Oh, and he had the great bit, the great bit about Jaws 4, Jaws the Revenge. Oh, God. About about him sitting up late in the middle of the night in a hotel watching Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> he just ripped the shit out oh, of that movie. God. Before it became like really cool and everything yeah. to rip on movies right. in an ironic way. Yeah. Really? He's okay. just yeah. This was like the late eighties when he came out with that Jaws the Revenge mm-hmm. shit. Which one had Michael Caine? Was that three or four? That was four. Okay. Because she he mentioned Michael Caine. Michael Caine. What the fuck was Michael Caine thinking? <laughs> Why did he accept Jaws four? <laughs> <laughs> was his agent on fucking vacation? Oh my god. <laughs> his agent comes back, dude. Did you accept Jaws four? What the fuck did they God, you idiot. <laughs> Like Michael signed on to do it during some like lost weekend or something. <laughs> Joe's full. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> He's getting drunk. <laughs> I do it. It's <laughs> Well, let's bring it back um, to the women. Um, we have Roseanne Barr, huge Whoa. in the. I don't even recall ever seeing Seriously? any of Roseanne stand. Oh, I do. Yeah. Until oh, until she became. Yeah, I saw her on on uh, on Johnny Carson. Yep, I saw her on Carson. I saw her on. Uh, she was on all the pretty much any special that had tons of comics. She was going to be on there. Right, right. And her <clears throat> hers was the the domestic goddess. Yep. Yeah. Yes. She wasn't a housewife. She was a domestic mm-hmm. goddess, and yeah. that was her. That was her her bit and her, her. You know her her angle of it. I couldn't stand her. I didn't like, first of all, I don't like the word fart. I don't even like repeating it. And she's one of those comedians that would come out and she'd talk about that and she'd talk about just disgusting shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just, just wasn't a fan. She did yeah. nothing for me. Yeah. Her singing at the seventh inning stretch really God. just rounds out how I feel about Roseanne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I remember that. I was in junior high. Yeah, I, it might have. There might have been something funny about it if it wasn't the fact that I had to listen to it. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think, I, you know, growing up, I didn't think she was that bad. And then I, I really, I liked her show, the first run. I liked it because of John Goodman. Yeah, he was excellent. I mean, John yeah. Goodman, you can't beat that. I mean, right. he goes goes back to true stories from the Talking Heads. Yeah. Even he played yes, Lewis. Right. It was just, that's, that, to me, know, John Goodman made that show. Yes. But I thought it was funny, too, because in a strange way, it kind of reminds me of my family. Okay. Growing up and, you know. So it resonates. Roseanne, yeah. my mom, but funny. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it resonates. <laughs> that makes sense. She doesn't listen to this anyway. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and, John, and my dad had that, that look. That John, you know, that yeah, John yeah, Goodman yeah. kind of look. So it was very kind of, you know. It's like telling your mom, you know, you're like Roseanne, you're just not funny. <laughs> <laughs> like my mom, but funny. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I remember seeing a TV guide back in the day. It's when TV guides were a thing. Um, where it said, uh, Roseanne Barr, the new Lucille Ball. And I was like, all right, okay. All right. Time fucking out. Stop. Yeah. Stop. After when she had the show. Yeah. There, yeah. So I'm like, dude, she's not even on the same planet as Lucille right, Ball. Right. Oh. But she was, you're right. Roseanne Barr was big in the 80s. Man. And then, of course, Sandra Bernhardt is, you know, has I a loved her, man. Speaking of Roseanne. She used yeah. to be on Roseanne's show. Yes, she did. Um, I love Sandra Bernhardt's yeah, comedy. Yeah. Loved it. Kind of your your more female angry female comic. Yes. I think she kind of was yeah. in itself. Yeah, and she, it was her voice and her mannerisms and the way she carried herself that was funny. Right, and she has she has a line that I remember to this day. What she was it? talking about, um, she came out in this special or whatever she was doing. She was wearing a bustier, and she called it bustier because it boosts your yays. <laughs> And that's kind of one of those things that just kind of throughout the years have stuck. I always I, thought I she was why, funny. Yeah. I always thought she was funny. Yeah. Because she was different and she was unfiltered. Right. Um, she just had a different approach. It was, right. It was I mean, because in that time you had, um, for female comics, you had Ellen DeGeneres and you had, um, here on my Bonnie Hunt, who were more um, where you would expect women comics to be on that, yeah. you know. Yes. That line of, well, you can't go past this threshold because you right. need to keep it proper because you're a woman. And she didn't give a shit yeah, about she, any of that stuff. Yeah, she kind of blew that out of the water. And that's kind of part of what made her funny. Right, yeah. right. Yes. Ellen was just funny. Right, Ellen right. was just funny. Uh, she and did the observational comedy. Funny. The awkward. Yes, she is. She's very awkward, kind of. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who is that? Who is that crazy bitch with the accordion? Oh, Judy Tanita. Judy! I remember that. Oh. oh my god. Every time she would come out on one of those stand-up thing like like Sunday night comics on Fox or something, it's like, oh god, it's this this crazy broad. <laughs> yeah. Man. Put her on the kill list for sure. <laughs> she's kind of she's there with the gimmick kind of like um emo phillips and the yes the, i'm weird and just yeah. because i'm weird i'm funny and when that's all you have man, right. you're only going to be funny for so long right right so people are going to get sick of you yeah um i have also on here um dennis miller God, I love Dennis Miller, yeah, man. I, I liked him weekend on up. Up, Weekend Update, and I know he did. Yeah, well, he was Weekend Update. It was one of the best. Oh, uh, absolutely. Times of that of that yeah. shit on Saturday Night Live. Right, right. What was his album? It wasn't. It was like the White Album, but it was the Something Album. Was it the? God, what was it? Do you remember, Mike? No, I was. Uh, I didn't do much for the uh, albums. I had friends that were actually professional comedians, and I just hung out with them. <laughs> okay, okay. 
Well, like I had Eddie Murphy's, you know, first album ever, the one with Boogie in your butt. <laughs> I'm trying to think what it was. I, Dennis Miller, to me, I loved him on stage. He was, he was absolutely loved. Yeah, him. he was funny. And then after Saturday Night Live, then he kind of like, well, I'm going to be totally uh, right wing now, and I'm going to go on, you know, Fox. I think he had a show on Fox, he did. He Fox did. News he show did. for a while. Yeah. 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 I don't like him well, now. Sorry. Right. I just don't. <laughs> right. I'll admit it. I'm very far on the left and I have no use for right, Dennis Miller right, in my life. Right. But there was a time when he was, uh, you know, the, the political humor, obviously, but I loved his references. Dennis Miller's references, mm-hmm. man, you better look your shit up before you go watch it because he, he's very obscure. Oh, absolutely. He, he's really obscure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he doesn't give a shit if, if people are going to, re- you know, remember what he's referencing or not. Remember when he was on, he was on Monday Night Football for... Oh my God! Oh, yes. it. Oh, yeah. it was just like it was just like you could you could like hear it on on Al Michaels' voice. He's just like, my God, what the hell is, what the hell is this dude it doing? Did, it here? did not work. It was such a fucking. Train it only wreck. happened like or lasted for a couple of. It was like one season, maybe. two? I don't even think it lasted maybe a whole two. season. I'm thinking yeah. like games. Okay, honestly, it, it, I thought it was like. <clears throat> But then I don't watch a whole lot of By the way, it's the so. Off-White album. Okay. The Off-White yeah. album. I know. Um, well, because it, it was, was... Dan Fouts. Dan Fouts. It was Dennis Miller, and then, of course, Frank Gifford. It was terrible. And they had that, that classic that classic uh, Saturday Night Live bit where they had them on there, and uh, and Tracy Morgan played Eric Dickerson, because Eric Dickerson was the sideline guy. He was awful. <laughs> he was just awful on the sideline. Oh, it was the best. OJ did that once and it didn't work either. OJ was in the booth yeah, for a while. He there, was, yeah. but he did a sideline report with Joe too, Namath. Jo- Namath wasn't any good either. Namath sucked too. <laughs> Namath. <laughs> Can I kiss you? <laughs> Who was he trying to kiss? Susie Colbert. Okay. Right. Drunk Joe Namath on the sidelines trying to give you a smooch. Oh, she was sly. He man. was, man. Because <laughs> it was Jets Alumni Day. Is night. that what it was? Yeah, they were in New York and they were playing the Patriots, and J- and Joe had been out with all like his old he was teammates, hammered teammates man. and shit. They had been out drinking all day. It wasn't the kind of thing where you're like, so was Joe drunk? No, I mean it was Joe's drunk. Well, yeah, it Susie, was so in your face drunk. Susie Colbert should have known better than to put him on the air in the shape <laughs> he was in. Good God, I don't think she could have ever anticipated him trying to give her a smooch though. <laughs> Oh my god. I could care less about the team struggling. <laughs> no, I remember one of the bits that uh, Dennis Miller did was about Charles Manson and the White Album and how he heard these messages in the White Album. Helter like, Skelter. Yeah, and he was piggies, like, he was yeah. like, and now they've got these things digitally remastered and Manson's listening to him. He's like, no, there's no messages in there. What an asshole, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> What do I have egg on my face? Right. <laughs> Oops. But you're right. I cannot stand him now. Yeah. yeah. Can't stand him. <laughs> what was got? There was another. What the hell was that guy's name? Where he was talking about? Uh, oh, he was a comedian, and he was talking about uh, uh, that time that kid killed himself after listening to Suicide Solution of Ozzy Osbourne. His parents were suing Ozzy and. Guy's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, Ozzy's people must be like, hey, suicide solution. Why don't you just call all of your songs "Kill Yourself" so your parents can sue us? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, 
<laughs> and then he was talking about when he was a teenager. He's like, I worship the Beatles, man. Like, I believe they were gods. He's like, but if any time in my life, he's like, George Harrison would have come up to me and been like, you know, he's like, John and Paul and Ringo and I were thinking you should kill yourself. <laughs> he goes, he goes, yeah. He's like, I think there's a new Stones album that just came out. Maybe I'll check that out. <laughs> Well, exactly. Good boy. I wish I could remember that dude's name. What easily influenced. My God. <laughs> Jesus. Jerry. Can we talk about Jerry? Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Observation mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me and my brother absolutely loved him. I keep talking about my brother because we watch stand-up comics all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Jerry. Jerry was uh, the observational humor, obviously, but anybody that can get up there for 30 minutes, 45 to an hour, and not curse at all it'd oh, be right, funny right. I thought it was very impressive right um, because the F-bomb got to where it was absolutely just brutalized in the 90s uh, with the deaf comedy jam and all that stuff uh, but Jerry was very funny and not profane right well, it's not easy to do right right I loved him there was even in the 80s the the cursing it was like people like with you know with Eddie Murphy and everything. Watching Eddie today, some of that stuff is a little gratuitous. I agree. With the motherfucking this and fucking that. Right. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there was this tape I rented from the late '80s. It was called "Comedy's Dirtiest Dozen." Oh God. And and that's basically it was like Martin Lawrence cuss show. Yeah. You know, surprisingly, Tim Allen was on. Yeah, I can and see that. A very young Chris Rock too. I could see that. You know what's weird about Rock is I didn't think he was funny on SNL, but I thought he was fucking hysterical as a stand-up comic. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Hmm. Well, Tim Allen is on the list. Um, to bring it back to that, he his which surprises me because his his comedy kind of was like that again that wholesome down home kind of. Men's. It was like his show. Was yeah, like home improvement. Men's comedy. <clears throat> there was a lot of shit you know, on Home Improvement that came straight out of it. Right. Same Man, thing Man, with the same yeah. thing with the Cosby yeah. Show. Right. Yeah. And Roseanne as well. And Roseanne yeah. too. So, yes. And Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Super vulgar in the eighties. Uh, wasn't Dennis Leary yep. coming out back yes, then? Yes, he was yeah, walking he, around smoking. Yep. Eighty-seven. I thought it was yeah. fun. Yeah. I like I like Dennis yeah. Leary. Dennis Leary is pretty awesome. He's he's one that has people um, accusing him of uh, ripping off Bill Hicks's whole persona. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he's he's dealt with that for years. I don't totally see it. I mean, they both used to smoke on stage. Well, then you could and... say that what both of them kind of rip on uh, Lenny Bruce. Lenny Bruce, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. It, all comes yeah. Back. it all comes back. Yeah, to that. yeah. So, but no, I I remember I can't remember which uh, stand up it was, and I know it was earlier in the '90s that I saw it. I don't know it was from Dennis Leary's. I'm, I'm not sure if it was No Cure for Cancer or um, the I've one with that. the asshole song on it. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I'm just in stitches. Yeah. Watching that. He was just fun. In he was abso- He was very funny. Yes. Yeah. His stand up was very good. Mm-hmm. And well, it helped that I was like really high. Too. It does help. Absolutely. Hey, I was on mushrooms when I saw Howie Mandel special, and I was about to laugh myself into a fucking heart attack. Yeah. To be to be fair, you probably could have sat and watched Howie taking a shit and cracked up and cracked up and that kind of shit. Very true. Good point. Yep. Absolutely good point. 
Watch 15 minutes of him abusing his wife or something. Not hysterics. <laughs> this is classic. This is man. great. <laughs> Real funny shit right here. He's <laughs> a genius. But to be fair to Leary, it's because you mentioned the comparison to Hicks. Um, it's pretty hard to be in that kind of profession and not be compared to someone. Somebody. Oh, yeah. And, and not do something that's similar to what someone else yeah. has done or yeah, is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, why, that's why so many comics ended up being those, you know, I'm weird, so I've got to be funny type. Yeah, right, right. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder I wonder who started that whole shit. Like the the I'm weird, so, right. so I'm going to make it big and famous. Right, right. I'm weird, so I'm super different. And that's look, yeah. Yeah. look at yeah. how funny I am. Yes. Bill Stiller? <laughs> 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 Boy, talk about obnoxious Jesus. Oh, yeah. My yeah. goodness. Who was the one with the mustache? Oh. Gallagher. No, 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 no. He was from before the 80s. You're talking about kind of front or people who laid ground for that. The guy with the mustache, the curly mustache, the white mustache. Uh, white mustache. Old guy. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... Guy with a white mustache? Yeah, I would do the confetti. Should have said some wacky dream, Andy. I'm positive. <laughs> oh, I know. He was he was super gay. Yes. Um, super gay. <laughs> he was flamboyant. <laughs> he was in that Paul Lynn Monroe from Too Close for a Ripped his shirt open. He was in, he was in one of the Cheech and Chong movies. Um, uh, I don't know. His name. Shit. And he was really flamboyant? <laughs> flamboyant, did the confetti, and whoa, kind of like those really weird. <laughs> He's in one of the Cheech and Chong movies, one where um, Chong plays the Arab, plays an Arab for a while, and... That bit kind of sounds familiar, well, but I... They're in the... They're... Uh... I have hairpiece. Yes, I have hairpiece. <laughs> <laughs> You have hairpiece? I have hairpiece. Oh, speaking of annoying foreign accents, was, uh, was what's his name from the 80s? Uh, I don't know, what's his name? Jackoff something? Yakov Smirnoff. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Was that 80s? Oh, my gosh, yes. Absolutely. Not fucking funny. (laughs) Just not funny, dude. Just stop. (laughs) They had a, they had a bunch of ep- episodes of Night Court, I remember, where he was on there. Oh. Sorry, but i got to say, my daughter was in hysterics when I told her his name was Yakov. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a Yakov, all right. Yeah. Oh, what that's a funny country. Right. That, stuff was, that stuff was yeah, brutal. Must yes, have gotten a, a real different uh, reception when he went to Scandinavia. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> what a country. <laughs> Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor. Okay. Rip Taylor. Okay. All right. I remember him. That's it. Oh. Let me see. Let me see. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't know if it's going to come in. Okay. Yep. Anywhere. I remember him. Yep. I remember him. Yeah, he's in that Paul Lynn gay class. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's where the weird... <laughs> Super gay. Monroe. Yeah, but Paul Lynn, Paul Lynn never... Jim J. Bullock. He, he never played on his flamboyance. Paul Rip Lynn? Taylor was like... Rick Taylor was like the Liberace of comedy. Yes. Of comedy. Yeah. True. Absolutely true. Paul Lynn, there's no hiding it. I mean, he can't hide it. Good God. He could try and still not hide it. Um, <laughs> but that's part of Paul Lynn. Same thing with Jim J. Bullock. 
<laughs> Even if they yeah. tried, it's not going to work. <laughs> it just shines through. Yeah, was, not there's anything wrong with it. Was, was, was Monroe on Two Crows for Comfort? Was he ever even like, did they ever like hint at his sexuality? I don't or think so. And yeah, I mean, you never they never like talked about him with a chick or anything like that. I don't think they talked. I, I remember there's anything amorous as far as his character was there. He got gang raped by a bunch of older women. Who came up with show? that as a script for a comedy show? <laughs> Jesus, seriously, he did. You know, let's have Monroe gang rape next week. What do you guys think? And it was like the whole the Jesus. whole the whole thing was like he was disturbed by it and like uh and like uh what's his name? They're like sitting there like they're like making laugh track jokes about it and everything. And I'd have to see that again. It's Look, how awkward is that? It was another time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No oh my. Jeez. Um, okay, who on Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah, we yep. talked about her yet. When did Comic Relief start? Late eighties. Late eighties. Okay. okay, that was her and Crystal and uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, right? yep. Chris, Billy Crystal. Billy yeah. Crystal, yeah. We didn't mention him either, did we? I remember his stand-up. He yeah. did the Muhammad Ali thing till it just hurt to watch, but he was still funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was still funny. He was pretty funny. Oh, um, Jim Carrey. That Late is somebody 80s. you don't think of like in the eighties, but he was. He, he did the clean. He was in Brandon's man. Yeah, was it in Canada where yeah. he started? Yeah, because yeah. he got, yeah, like around Toronto or something like that. He was big in Canada before he came to that, the That's US. how he ended up in the Deadpool, the Harry, uh, Dirty Harry movie. Clint saw him performing uh, at a stand-up comedy club. Oh, really? Nah. Yeah, Carrie was funny. He did the Clint Eastwood impersonation. He, he did impersonations of a lot of different people. And he also was very physical. <clears throat> yeah, oh, very, oh you know, yeah. Flopping yeah, back and just, forth on stage. Just, you know, and, I'd, I'd like to see the go, shit and go, God, how is he not in a, in a wheelchair by now? Right. I'd like to go way back right Oh, that's now. right. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> could you, could you yeah, imagine? I used to watch that and go, fuck, that had to have hurt, man. Could you imagine being in the audience? And seeing that? And seeing that before anybody knew who the hell he right, was? Right. right. It's kind of, I just, right. <laughs> It, it was impressive. It was impressive that he did that. But you're right. Even watching it on TV was shocking to yeah. look at. So I can only imagine me in front row. Right, right. I'd be up there and asking for doctors in the fucking audience and shit. I mean, let's get this guy some help. There's something wrong. He's hurt. <laughs> Seeing footage of him in, in in Canada at the comedy club there where he, he put the fisherman hat on with the glasses. And, and, he, was, and he was acting like... Like Henry Fonda and I'm going. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's like, oh, it's just funnier than shit. <laughs> well, his, his impressions were good. Yeah. They were very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good, very funny at the same time. And then, of course, he went on to be in um, in Living Color in the 90s. Oh, he blew yeah. up yeah. after that. Yeah. He was also... Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> oh my god, she was a fly girl. She was a fly girl. Yeah. So yeah. was uh Carrie Ann, what's her name? The uh the uh So You Think You Can Dance judge. The Asian oh gal. She god. was one of yes. she was the Asian right. the Asian fly girl. Yep, she sure Carrie was. Ann. Yeah. I was just gonna mention that he also Jim Carrey actually did have a a, a series prior to In Living Color. I can't it had something to do with a duck. Duck was in the name. Oh. Where you played like a ad agency kind of or designer. I kind of remember that. Yeah. 
And I think that was prior to In Living Color. So that might have been towards the later 80s, yeah, possibly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. Yeah, you're right. It was before In Living Color. I just can't think of what the name of it right. was. But I do remember there was something. Duck. I yeah. know Duck was in there was the something title. Like, yeah, there's something weird about it. It was also in a vampire movie called Once Bitten. That was a oh good movie. God, sure like was. Movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. I like that movie. That movie was funny. He also played uh, um, uh, one part of a, uh, a gay couple. Uh, and I don't know what the hell that was. Really? Yeah. I'll have to look that up. Drama. No comedy. Not a comedy at all. Pure drama. That may be when somebody said, I think, dude, stick to comedy. <laughs> I think I think I remember that. Yeah. Because it was, it was like right after he became famous on In Living Color, and it was like a made-for-TV movie. Yes, it was. Yeah, and it was all dramatic and shit, and he was like crying, and it was like way dramatic, and he was like crying in every other scene and everything. Yep. Yeah. This was like in the 80s? No, the very, very early part of the 90s. Because everybody knew who you I'm talking like 91, okay. maybe, somewhere around there, when people started first, like, really knowing his name and everything. Sure. Like, he just, he was starting to become a little bit more than the crazy white guy on In Living Color, you know? There's more to him. <laughs> he ended up actually becoming a very good dramatic actor. I just don't know that he had it going on early on. Really, yeah, yeah. I don't think he had much to work with with the, no, with the script. The script said he was being handed. No, he didn't. You can only do so much. I can't stuff. remember what that cheesy movie was called, but it was the, where he plays the, the gay. It was uh, bad. Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Mm. And like you said, that's a script thing. It really has nothing to do with him. I mean, how can you hold back from the possible comedy of a gay vampire couple? <laughs> what? I think you're combining all the movies we've been talking about here. And now I want to see that movie. He needs to make that movie. Right. Yeah. A dramatic gay vampire couple movie. <laughs> well, that's Let's not that combine those two. Yeah. That's not that far fetched because look at it. It'd just be combining like Twilight with Brokeback Mountain, basically, you know? <laughs> and who wouldn't want to see that? Which I was. I was never quite mature enough to handle Brokeback Mountain, just the whole like really? Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, and Heath Ledger thing, where you know I wish I knew how to quit you. It's your fault I'm like this, Jack Twist. <laughs> yeah, it's like I just wasn't mature. I haven't even seen all of that movie. I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen all of it. But um. Yeah, but it was hard. It was hard watching Brokeback Mountain after seeing Heath Ledger as the Joker. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I can. I can see that. I can see how that would be. That's when they should have combined the parts. Yeah, <laughs> a gay cowboy Joker. <laughs> that would have been a movie, man. Well, I have a few more names on the list here. I've got Brett Butler. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, uh... The chick. Yeah. She oh, ended up with a show. Oh, yeah. Grace. Yeah. Yes. Grace under yes. fire. Yes. Yeah. Fire. Yes. She had that low voice. She talked real Southern. Right, right. Yeah. You're like, is, was she, has she always been a woman? You know, that sort, of, <laughs> that sort of thing. Oh, there's a good chance she had a wiener. Yeah. No question about it. No, no question about it, man. <laughs> Um, other, uh, we also have Elaine Boozler. Oh my God, I remember her. Yeah. Totally remember her. 
She was in Manitowoc a while back. I oh, think. was she? Yeah. Was she really? If I'm thinking of the right woman. Yeah, I remember the name, but I can't remember Elaine Boozer. She had the kind of the dirty dish, uh, dishwater blonde hair, very curly. Yes. Yeah. That's a different curly. woman. Different woman than what I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah. Nothing like a comedian who sparks a conversation that starts, who is that? <laughs> I kind of remember them. <laughs> what, what did they do? What did she look like? <laughs> what was that? Five years ago, I saw her maybe on a on a late night show. Okay. Yeah, but it, and it was the first one that I seen. have with remembering a lot of comedians. Is most of the eighties, I was stoned out right. of my court. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Jim Carrey was in Peggy Sue Got Married? Yes. That was before Kathleen Turner yes, turned into was, a guy. Yes, he was one of them. One of, um, <laughs> he was one of Nick Cage's friends. That's right. Oh, they're like, in real life, they're right. like best buddies. Are yeah. they really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're super good friends. Yeah, that was back when Kathleen Turner was hot. Yeah. Yeah. She, didn't, she hadn't grown a cock by then. <laughs> <laughs> she was on she was on Bill Simmons list of uh of uh celebrities that you couldn't convince a young person used to be hot. <laughs> oh my god, that's boy, it, it, that's dead on right like, there. Try to sit some, a twenty-year-old down and explain to them that Kathleen Turner used At to be At one point was and, she was right, too. Right. She was crazy hot. Yeah. But you look at her now, and they're like, okay, no. There's no way. Yeah. She was there. Back at, like, body heat. And oh, my rom- God. And romancing the stone oh, and all that Oh, even Peggy Sue got married. All that stuff yeah. in the 80s. The man with huge. two brains. Yes. Funny. That's a funny movie. About <laughs> There's a guy we didn't mention. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. <laughs> yes. Yes. He was funny in multiple decades. He's... Yes. And I, I don't know. I was thinking about the... Yeah, I did leave him off the list. He was... He was... I think his heyday, though, was in the 70s. It was, on the SNL and stuff like that. I'm not sure that he... I'm sure he did some stand-up, but I'm not sure exactly when he stopped doing... He would have been 80s. Like an actor. Yeah, he's in the 80s. Once he started doing movies, there was no looking back. He was done with stand-up. Kind of like Eddie Murphy. The Jerk. The Jerk. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Which was 79. The Man with with Two Brains. uh, All of Me. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't need to be made. The Man with Two Brains? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. I'm thinking of Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. one in Blue, uh, or was it Blue? My Blue Heaven. My Blue Heaven, Heaven. yeah. Roxanne. Pink from Heaven. <laughs> one line in My Blue Heaven that I still use to this day. And that's when I'm out uh, uh, taking care of the grass, and I see a neighbor, and it's like, Hey, Joe, wonderful day for a, uh, wonderful day for a moat. For a what? A mo. Because <laughs> he's mowing. Oh my god. A mo. A mo. Oh my god. That's awesome. Yeah, he was Steve Martin, similar to what Eddie Murphy did. You know, started out with a, a stand-up comedy when he really blew up, and then ended up doing movies, and really never went back. Right. Well, he um, moved on to music, and is actually pretty successful yeah. at his bluegrass. Yes, he is. You know, so yeah. Eddie Murphy tried a musical career. He was, he was good, but I remember seeing. I remember all the time. I remember no. He did like a uh, a sort of a Prince type album after that, uh, and I remember seeing a review of it. I think it was Rolling Stone that said uh, it's not bad. It's actually pretty decent. But when you're that goofy and that funny and you're fucking buckwheat, people aren't going to take it right, seriously. No one's going to take this right. serious. But it was a serious album because 
he released the first album with Party All the Time. Correct. Then he released another one like around like before Raw came out, I think. That might have been the one I'm talking about. And then I remember him doing that goof ass song with Michael Jackson in like nineteen ninety three. What's remember, up with you? Do you remember the time? He was on the video, Do You Remember yeah, the Time? Yeah. But the song What's Up With You is technically an Eddie Murphy song. Even wow, though it has okay. Michael Jackson in it. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? What's up with well, you? You know, you said you didn't put Steve Martin on there, but he's kind of in a different category. Yeah. He was full-blown superstar. Mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy, same thing. Just full-blown superstar. Bigger than life. Yeah. Yeah. Almost someone you really don't even want to put in the same sentence as fucking Rita Rudner or Louie Anderson right, or right. somebody like that. And I, and I Just think, keep them separate, Yeah, you know? And I think in the 80s, he was more a movie star. And some of totally, his movies yes. that I didn't mind. I liked Roxanne. Um, oh, I did too. Yeah. Loved I, Roxanne. I think... He did an L.A. movie. I think about that time it was starting to... He's very... Is that what that donkey... Was a donkey in that? A horse? Sarah, um... What's her name? Yes. <laughs> what's her name? Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. Je- yeah, The donkey and the horse. <laughs> it's terrible that I knew you were talking horse about Oh, wait, she's not a donkey? I think I think it was when he about at that time he started making they kind of really got pretentious. There was one more recent film that he made uh, called Shop Girl. Really? Oh, it's just it's terrible. I mean, it's just Steve Martin so pretentious. Really? Movie and it was he directed, wrote it, something like that. Don't you know? And just not good. Take me by my word on that. But it's just it's it is it's terrible. I had Claire Danes in it. I think she's in it. Really? Yeah. Here's the movie that I really got, when I was a kid, got introduced to Steve Martin with. Uh, All of Me with uh, Lily Tomlin. It's a pretty funny movie. Her spirit gets gets put in his body, and half of his body is being controlled by by Lily Tomlin's spirit. It's a pretty well-acted thing by Martin. It really, because you think about it. Yeah, I know. It's it's impressive it that it was been, able to pull that off. There's not many people that could have pulled that off. Right, no, right. No. Of it. Yeah. Like, I'm going this way. No, we're going this way. No, we're going this yeah, way. Yeah, there's that scene where he's walking down the sidewalk or whatever, and she's wanting to go <laughs> yeah. this way, and he's wanting to go that way. <laughs> yeah. He pulls it off, man. And I don't know that, like Mike said, I don't know that that many people could that, have done that. And the, the scene I remember where he went into the men's room and had to take a piss. Yeah, and he's like sitting there explaining to her what they were about what they to do. do. <laughs> yeah. We're about we're about to pull him out here, okay? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> and then he's explaining that you, you got to tap it a couple of times <laughs> when you're done. Like, tap it? What for? Just, just just do it. Just yeah. on a phys- <laughs> just on a physical level, it's hard to think of that many comedians who could have done that. Right? Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah. Dick Van Dyke back in the day. Dick I mean, but you've got to be brilliant. As a physical comic to pull that shit off. Right. A little harder to picture Dick Van Dyke. True. It would have to be a different scene other than the pulling right. the fucking dick out and tapping yeah. his tapping his yeah. urinal. Right. <laughs> He's too clean. It's not a Rob Petrie scene. <laughs> the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, oh, and God. then I just have uh, one more on the list, and that's Janine Garofalo. She late kind, 80s. Yeah, late 80s. She kind of falls in that same category as Sandra Bernhardt. True. I thought Janine Garofalo was yeah. a goddess. I think she's oh, one of yeah. the funniest yeah. humans ever funny too. on this planet. Just my opinion. Absolutely yeah, love yeah. She was really cute, I thought. She was. Yeah. 
Especially that episode where she played uh, Jerry's, uh, uh, the one that he was going to marry. He was like her, the female version of Jerry. Oh, yes. Yes. Ah, yeah. That's too bad. Right. Yeah. 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 He ends up breaking up with her because she's too much like him. Yeah. They have too I much in common. Right. I can't, I can't be I can't with somebody, somebody that's just like, like me. me. Yeah. She was funny, though. She was very funny. I remember she did a whole bit on uh, square dancing. It was just hysterical. Because really, if you look at square dancing, there's nothing whiter. There's nothing sillier. Yeah. Um, it's the goofiest fucking thing ever invented. Um, yeah, I saw a bit on that on that 70s show, which we can talk about how much that show sucks in an hour if you want to sometime. <laughs> Where it's not, it's not 80s, but I don't care. It just helps to vent. <laughs> Garofalo was funny. That's the late yeah. 80s, but yeah, and she was she, very funny. she was kind of like one of those, you know, female empowering. Because she had, oh, God, one of yeah. her lines was, you know, it's that time of month again. And the audience would just lose it because, oh my gosh, she's talking about her period. And she was like, yeah, rent's due. <laughs> yeah so it was very yeah you know. she was awesome yeah i think 90s when i think of janine me too she, she was i mean she was <clears throat> at the on the cusp yeah the she peaked in the 90s yeah, yeah. yeah. Bites yes. and all that shit yeah. you know she peaked in the 90s for sure right but i mean her stand-up did start in the 80s yeah. and she was extremely funny <laughs> it's <laughs> like like with her persona it was just like she didn't want to be cute, but she was anyway. Oh, yeah. It's like, I know. No, you, Janine, no. She's trying to be like, sort of plain Jane and not very... Cute. Yeah. You're cute. Right, you know, right. and just, just accept it. <laughs> That's another one. Her, her message to Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Eddie... I mean, don't go don't go to the Grammys, then that way you don't have to look so disappointed when you win. That sounds like yeah. Something, that sounds it was like something her. like that. Arsenio Hall started in the eighties. I forgot yes, about that. Actually, he's on my list oh, too. Yeah. Me and he me was pretty and funny. We're, we're magic together. Yes. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Me and Eddie. <laughs> talking about Eddie. I know. I mean. <laughs> I'm his right hand man. He everything he did was Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy's my buddy. We're friends. Hey, did I tell you I'm friends with Eddie Murphy? I mean, it was so obnoxious after a while. Like, Ivory Wayne's playing him on In Living Color. Oh, where he had that extra long finger. Oh, let me tell you, me and Eddie. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, with the fake butt. He looked like such a. He he looked like such a freak, <laughs> dressed up dressed up as as Arsenio Hall. God, that was funny. Wow, Jonathan Winters, I'm looking at, is on a list, and he actually was pretty big as a stand-up comic yes, in the '80s. Yes, um, Winters was yeah, he had a pretty, Winters. yeah, he yeah. had a pretty good run because it was. I mean, obviously, he was huge in the '60s. He was in the seventies. But on Mark and Mindy. Yeah, but he st- he was still doing stuff in the eighties. It was very funny. Williams Idol. Yes, that's right. He sure was. So he turned it into his kid. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I remember him doing stand up on on the late late night talk shows. I remember yep. seeing him do that. Yeah, he's very funny. All right. I, I think I've got my list complete. I don't know if anybody else has any other comedians in particular. That... Mike, you got anybody? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> 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 hmm. No, I can't think of anyone in particular. We got to Paula Poundstone. Yeah, That's the important. <laughs> That's the important. That's the important part. We talked about Paula. <laughs> what so? Decades until Fridays come up. 
Fridays was um that was early eighties. Early eighties. Yeah. We used to watch. I used to watch that, that show every it was weekend. Trying to be Saturday Night Live. It was right. funny though. Jim Stahl was like one of the main guys on that show. Um, um, Kramer. Kramer was on. Michael yeah. Richards yes. did the yeah. guy where he plays with explosives in Army Men. Uh, that was very funny. <laughs> Melanie um, Chartoff. Yeah. What's the guy? Uh, Rick something. Um, he ended up being on SNL too. That was the one word. Andy Kaufman had that little stunt out there where he supposedly broke character yes. on Friday. Right, right, right. Yeah. I'm not going to play a stone guy. Well, Richard Belzer was on there for a while, too, wasn't he? Or am I thinking this wrong? I don't know if Belzer was on Fridays. I remember seeing they had, I remember seeing America and the Gap Band on Fridays. America, America did, you can do magic. <laughs> Such a silly, <laughs> such a silly fucking song. That's a bad song. Yeah, I remember them doing that though. On uh, yeah. Well, no, because no, I, remember... I can't think of any any other. Uh... Rich Hall. That's what I was thinking of. Oh yeah. Rich Hall. Oh, it was way before. Not necessarily the news. Oh my god. Rich Hall yes. was, uh, and it was before he was on SNL too. Rich Hall was on Fridays. Yeah. Rich Hall. Yeah. I remember. And Rich... Howie Howie Mandel was on Fridays. Rich... Hysterical on Fridays. Rich Hall used to come out sometimes on Conan O'Brien, and uh, really, he had this thing where he made up a story. He had a bag full of candy bars, and he would have Conan pull out a candy bar, and and while he was telling the story, he was using the candy bars to fill in the blanks of the story. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous, and and he had a great bit about. About uh, songs too, like Patsy Cline songs and Elvis. Really, he had a great jailhouse rock bit about sad sack. You remember the the lyric? Sad sack was sitting on the mound of stone over the corner, weeping all alone. Yeah. Remember that verse where the guy says to sad sack, "Don't you be no square right. if you can't find a partner, or use a wooden." It's yeah. like, this guy's name is Sad Sack, right? Like, <laughs> so obviously the man is clinically depressed. He's like, there's a party going on in the jail. Guy's sitting all alone by himself, weeping. He's sad like, Sack. He's like, and some guy comes along and says, hey, we can't find anybody to dance with you. Take this wooden chair, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, how's that going to make Sad Sack feel any better, man? <laughs> Oh, you make up the chair to dance with you. Let's exploit the <laughs> fact that you have no friends. That number three was really cute in that song. Yeah. <laughs> You're the cutest jailbird I, I ever did, did see. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm surprised because I'm looking at the, the cast from Fridays, and Larry David was actually. Yes, he was. On yeah. the show. Oh, my God. Uh, I completely forgotten about that. Howie was great on there. I we I loved Howie Mandel on Fridays. He's not on this list though. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he did the. Um, I'll see if I can look it up. I can't think of Howie Mandel on Fridays. I can't. No, I remember him on Saint Elsewhere. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that was a good outlet for him. He got all the rubber gloves he needed. I'm sure. Yeah. No shit. That's how probably how they paid him in right, rubber, rubber gloves. gloves. This is great. <laughs> hit the jackpot. Jim Stahl was very funny on there. I don't know that he did a lot after or before that, but he was very funny. Don't remember it lasting that long. What? Fridays. Yeah, he went for like, what, a couple of years or something, didn't it? Yeah, two seasons. It was only two seasons? Well, 80 to 82 is what it says. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. 
And then Andy Kaufman was in um, 81. That was another one that I had thought about maybe putting on the list or not. <laughs> maybe call Andy him a Kaufman. comedian. Yeah. That an anti comedian. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was a real borderline between the 70s and 80s, though, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, I he mean, was. He, I, he came into the spotlight in the 70s, no well, doubt. Fucking. Saturday Night Live had him on right. in the very first season of the show, yes. where he did that yeah. shit, yeah. that Mickey Mouse shit, or uh, Mickey underdog. Mouse, uh, the underdog thing. Mighty, Mighty Mouse. Mouse. Oh yes, yes, Mighty Mouse. Here I come to save the day. Yes. What I loved is watching the uh, footage of guys in the comedy clubs talking about him before anybody knew who he was. He was playing Latka, basically the mm-hmm. foreign character, but. Everybody thought that's who he was. Right. And he was standing up in front of everybody. And he's standing up in front of everybody being terrible on purpose. He's like, I do now uh, I do now the Archie bunker. And then he's like, You meathead, get out of my chair. And and there's like he said there's like men in the audience were like <laughs> like sitting here snickering their ass off like and like their girlfriends and their wives are like you stop that you're being mean <laughs> and then all of a sudden he would turn into Elvis right. at the end right. and like, that was his big finale he would like genuinely turn into Elvis and it would be great right yeah. right he yep. loved oh, pissing people off yeah. oh yeah he was a troll. He he lo- yeah he was an absolute troll. He loved irritating people really bad, to the point where Saturday Night Live had a, a call in and vote to kick him off the show or let him come back on the show. <laughs> I mean that takes a special kind of person. To they be voted him off. Yeah, they voted yeah. to keep him really? off. Yeah, yeah. Literally wow. kicked and, uh, the guy off the show and banned well, he, him. There was a certain wrestler he irritated the hell out of that. Jerry Lawler that beat the crap out of him on in the ring, didn't he? Yeah, it was Jerry Jerry Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were in cahoots with each yeah, other. Yeah, and they went on Letterman together too. The two of them. Yeah, when Lawler Lawler smacked Kaufman across the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate being wrong. Like I'm literally going to leave here and possibly take myself out. But uh, apparently, Howie Mandel was on a show called Laugh Tracks, not not Fridays. It bothers oh. me. Oh, yeah. Laugh Tracks. Yeah. What Laugh network was that on? That was. It lasted like two seasons. Gonna say no yeah. longer than Fridays, then no, I don't remember that show at all. Yeah, no. no, it wasn't a popular show. One of those things, it was just on. We happened to watch it. How he was on there, he was funny. The show was off like a year later. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else watched it. Well, the thing about Fridays, it was actually a pretty good show, it was a funny show, but it was just it was during the time that SNL was on, and people just didn't, I don't know, they didn't gravitate to it. It just happens sometimes, it didn't right, necessarily right, mean right. it's a bad show. Sometimes people just don't watch it. Well, it was a total rip-off Saturday Night right. Live. It was <laughs> yeah. so blatant. Oh, I mean, yeah. They did it. They had the musical guest, and they, yeah, it was yeah. the celebrity, host. The celebrity host, the yep. live format, yep. the, oh, the, the the edgy, you know, like, drug right. humor. You it's know. great. It'll be just like Saturday Night right, Live, exactly. but on Friday. But on a different night. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so weird with SNL, you think about the people who you don't remember being on there. Robert Downey Jr. was a cast member. Yeah. Um Rusty Anthony Michael Hall Anthony Michael was, a, was, was, was a guest season. member. Yeah, yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus was. She on was there. pretty funny on yeah. there. She played Marie, and her and Gary Kroger would do Donnie Marie would start making out. That's right. <laughs> Gumby pulled them apart that one time yeah. <laughs> when they were singing Blue Christmas. It was so fucking creepy. <laughs> and they both legitimately kind of looked like them, so it was really yeah. actually kind of funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Okay, so I think we hit all bases. A um, few tangents, yeah. not bad. Yeah, pretty good. good. We stay on track for the most part. In the 80s, you know, stand-up was huge. Didn't follow quite over into the 90s so much. I think more of it was no. the situational. Everybody got their TV show, and it kind of became, I don't know, a little that's more exact, homogenous yeah, as far as that goes. Everyone who was great in the 80s got a TV show in the 90s. Right. Pretty much, yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, thanks for listening uh, to those 80s Kids Remember podcast. Um, we'll be, at, be back soon with more great episodes, so make sure that you are subscribed to us on iTunes, um, you Google Play, um, check out those80skids.com. I think we've got like a we've got like an '80s uh, sports episode yes, in the making. Yeah, we're gonna come back. Uh, next episode will be about sports and uh, significant sporting events in the '80s. So uh, make sure you come back for that. Uh, subscribe Hi. to our RSS feed, and uh, thanks for listening. I'm Andy. I'm Greg. I'm Ryan. And I'm Mike. <laughs>